Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. I think I've come to understand really what's going on with the German Shepherd. And, you know, when I first got here, he or she, I'm just going to call him a he, you know, would just not stop barking. And he was yet another really significant noise, you know, nuisance. And especially every time I would walk by, it was, you know, I just had this dog trying to, you know, wanted to maul me, it would seem. And, you know, and then would do the same thing to anyone else who went by. And people go by all the time because it's, you know, the main street in this little part of the neighborhood. So he was just constantly barking and it was just driving me crazy. Woke me up one day at 630, even though I'm behind stone walls. I mean, really, really loud. So, uh, so, you know, but I, but I felt a lot of sympathy for him because he is in this cage. Like I said, it's this, he's in the second story, this unfinished second story of the house. It's basically just a, a big cage. I've never seen him out of that, you know, out of the cage. I've never seen him. I've never seen them take him for a walk. He basically, to me, seems to be an abused animal. Absolutely. You know, in the sense of neglected. And, and so it occurred to me, you know, when he's barking that sort of, um, I want to say viciously, but just barking that intensely, ferociously, I realized I don't think he's necessarily doing it because he wants to go on the attack. I think it's just a cry for attention. You know, I actually sort of looked at him and and I saw just a sort of different expression than I expected, right? It wasn't this expression of, I want to tear you to pieces, it was just, he just seemed to be barking for the attention, even though he, you know, again, the bark is, the bark is intense. And so it was just sort of interesting to have that, that realization that, you know, I already had sympathy for his plight for being trapped and essentially neglected. And I just always hate to see that. But I, I just kind of understood, I think on a, on a deeper level, he's not, he's not trying to go on the attack. He just wants to be seen like we all want to be seen. Really pleased with the uh, ongoing progress of the calluses on my feet. And uh, (laughs) I know that's not something, you know, a lot of people try to scrub those calluses off. But I'm excited because this is the first time in a long, long time that I've gotten to walk, walk around barefoot. And besides the fact that my feet sweat so much, they're always just in misery when they're bound in, in, in shoes and I have to change socks, you know, multiple times a day when I can. And um, so, so in that sense, it just feels good that they actually get to breathe. But also just, you know, being in touch with the earth, you know, skin on skin contact, so to speak, you know, the skin of my feet on the skin of the earth, if you will. And it just feels good. And of course, you know, different spiritual traditions, spiritual practices will believe that being in contact with the ground is grounding, which of course makes sense. And in the city, I don't get grounded in that sense very often. I suppose that if you're on the ground, well, but the, but the point is, even in the city, even when I'm walking around, it's almost always on concrete. 
right? And so here, yeah, I'm walking sometimes barefoot on concrete, but just, just my feet on the rocks, my feet on the dirt, whether or not it's grounding, and to me it certainly does feel grounding, it just feels good, you know? It feels liberating and it feels, it feels like some sort of a reunion with this basic element, with, with, with the source of, you know, we come from it and we go back to it, the earth itself. And so it just, uh, it's one of the nice, one of the simple joys that I am really enjoying while being here. And uh, I have the calluses to prove it. I've waited a few days for today. And what I mean is the Australians with the two screaming, crying, video watching at full volume children, never mind the fact that the two parents are constantly yelling at the children to shut up, never mind, you know, screaming at the mom as she goes into town from the terrace, ruining any chance of me actually using my own terrace in the mornings or evenings when they're out until they go to bed and then I get to use it. But anyway, I've been waiting because I asked, I didn't complain, I could have complained, but I had enough complaining with the construction project next door. So I didn't want to be that person. I mean, I had to complain about construction. When someone's drilling into your house as you're trying to write, you know, drilling into the wall of the house and using an electrical saw right outside the window, I had to complain about that. So I'm not going to apologize for that. But I also know that some things are out of the the landlord's control. And so I didn't complain about the loud family. They're, They're a family. They can't control their kids. I mean, that's just, you know, the kids are really young. That just comes with the territory. So I did just deal with it. I wasn't happy about it. But, you know, I worked around their schedule when they were up. I didn't go outside or I went to the cafe. You know, I did things to kind of make it work. But I did ask the landlord when I was dealing with a construction issue and I was able to just ask without making a big deal about it. I said, you know, hey, by the way, when is that family leaving? And today is that day. So I've been waiting for this day. I think it's been four days. I don't know. I'm really bad with with the passing of the days, especially when I'm when I'm traveling like this and I don't have anywhere to be, I don't have any appointments, but I think it's been four days and I've been very patient. I've dealt with it, but I am so stoked that they are leaving. This happens to coincide. Today should be the day as well that the construction is done. And I say that with hesitation because I don't have, I mean, the, 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 the neighbor is a liar but he's now been threatened how many times? He's been threatened enough and hopefully directly enough and seriously enough that today the construction is supposed to be done. So, fingers crossed, we'll see how the day transpires. I talked about my routine here, which um, which I'm absolutely loving, but I didn't talk about for me at least, why routine can be so important. And the reason being is just because when you have a routine, and I'm not saying that my routine doesn't change a little bit from day to day, you know, and that it can't change and that there's a problem if it if it does change. But just to have a sort of a main routine, sort of a, an outline of a routine, I just find that it's really helpful in making sure that I'm productive, right? Because I don't really have to think about how I'm going to spend my day. And so I can just get to it. I know that I'm going to the cafe and that's where I'm going to work for three or four hours in the morning. And so that time is already guaranteed. I don't have to debate, you know, each day when I get up, 
when should I work? What am I going to do today? When am I going to do it? And so just having that routine where I know I'm going to the cafe, then I know I'm coming back to have lunch, quickly clean the house. Then I know I'm going to the beach, which assures that I get the exercise because I walk to and from and then I swim for at least a half an hour out in the water. So that's also making sure because it's part of the routine that I'm getting that exercise, which if I didn't have the routine, I know myself, I would probably just work through it. And then I would lament the fact, you know, at night, as I'm feeling heavier than I did earlier in the day, I would lament the fact, and my back's hurting and my muscles are tight. I would lament lament the fact that I didn't make myself go do that exercise, but because and get the sun and all of that and the fresh air, but because it's part of my routine, I just don't really think about it. I just know that's what I'm going to do. And sometimes I do sort of have resistance, you know, if I'm, if I'm really on a roll here and I'm getting a lot of work done, but then I just remind myself, look, there's a reason that you have that time. And that time is not counterproductive. It's not stopping your work. It's not going against your work or working against your work. It is enabling you to be healthy and feel good and have the energy to bring back and work that much harder and work that much more efficiently and, and more productively. And so having it part of my routine just kind of solidifies that. And it makes me less prone to question it, less prone to doubt it. And I just remember why I've made that part of my routine. So, you know, and then I come back and, and I have the rest of the evening, which I don't need to go into, I guess, the different aspects of that because I've already talked about the routine. But I just think that, that yeah, you know, that routine can be really helpful to keeping you on track, to reminding you of your priorities, making sure you don't lose sight of them, and uh, making sure you're working at your best. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.